So what do you do on the days when you really don't feel too great? You will often see people on YouTube and on Instagram telling you that you have to battle with your inner demons and you've got to fight, 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 and you've got to beat them and slam them down and you've got to do what you want to do anyway. You've got to commit to changing your life. I don't know about you, but that sounds rather exhausting. It, it seems to indicate the difference or discrepancy between the Eastern and the Western way of thinking. The Western way of thinking is that you should work harder, do more, sleep less, find a way. Whereas the Eastern is more just calm down, relax. Why do you desire what you desire anyway? You just, just need to chill. The thing is, we in the West live in a capitalist society. So there is a certain maxim that would suggest that we do have to work hard, that we do have to pay for where we live. We like to see progression in our life. Yet on the other side of the coin, we get stressed quite easily. We are overpopulated and we find it very difficult to relax because there's always noise no matter where you try and relax. In the Western world, we're so built up that it's almost impossible to relax without, you know, if you want to meditate, perhaps using earplugs or going away and just getting into the countryside. So what's the answer then when on the days when you just you just don't feel great? And you can tell this because, you know, you, you just don't feel right and you just don't feel great. And I think we often can notice this about other people as well, where they're slightly off, maybe they're worrying slightly, or they're just not themselves. So if you can see it in other people, then more often than not, you'll be able to see it in yourself. What do you do on those days? For me personally, these are the days where you break from your normal routine. Because something's going on and you need to, rather than just force it, force it, force it, you need to take a break and look at it. Now, this can mean taking out a pen and paper and reflecting on it, writing out a journal. It could also mean that you meditate on it. So you go back home and you meditate and you chill. For me personally, what does it mean? I think accepting that life is hard and whichever which way you attack it, you're going to come up or into difficulties because you can be this inspirational person that lives up to it, that destroys all of his enemies and that's going to lead to burnout. And I can tell you that because I've been that person and you can often see if you, if you look at people that are putting out videos and audios articulating themselves in that way, what you'll often find is that there's loads of content, then there's nothing, nothing for six months because they're burnt out because that way of dealing with things doesn't work. And I've been guilty of this in the past, especially when you have your own business, you find it difficult to know the balance between what's too much and what's not enough. And then guilt sets in about whether you're doing enough or you start reading books on self-development written by capitalists. And you start thinking, God, I'm not doing enough. I need to get up an hour early. I need to do all of these things. And, you know, I'm just going to talk to you about a few things that I do in, in my life on those days. You know, yes, some days I wake up at 5 a.m. and I am impactful and 
by 8 a.m. I've changed the world <laughs> or it feels like it to me. And then there's other days when I don't wake up till half eight, quarter to nine, and I'm just ruined. I'm knackered. Maybe the creative element of speaking too much on recording videos or doing events just takes it out of me. What do I do on those days? I, I stay in bed and I have a coffee and I relax. I don't even listen to an audio or read a book. I just take an extra hour, maybe even two hours, because what else am I going to do? I'm going to get up and force myself to go to the gym and force myself to go for a run. I've lived out that karma in my life and that is just going to lead to burnout. I think what we're really talking about here is being nicer to yourself, isn't it? I mean, is that what I'm talking about? When you think about being nicer to yourself, it's like, yeah, but I don't need to. I can just carry on as I am. We're, we're all martyrs for our cause, aren't we? But how impactful are we in our life when things get tough and we're already burnt out? It's quite hard, isn't it? I mean, what could you do, say, today that would be nice for yourself? You know, could you take a day off the gym? Oof, oof, oof. You couldn't possibly take a day off of the gym, could you? Why not? The reason why often we get caught into persistent habits that we think are good for us is because of our insecurities. You see, something happened to us when we were younger and we accentuate that in our life. And often when you see people that are very successful or very good at things, it's often because of a lack of it when they were younger. You see a lot of bodybuilders that over-accentuate are because they're probably quite small or felt quite weak when they were younger. Isn't this true for all of us? Isn't it true that the public speakers, I'm guilty of this, and speakers have lacked for an audience when they were younger so that we learn to speak better. We become more articulate, we know more words, and we do many different things so that we get better and we get more people listening to us. That's what I'm guilty of. And again, that can lead to burnout if you do too much of it. There's a certain amount there between not doing too much and sort of making sure you're doing enough at the same point. So any area of human endeavor where it's going to a high level, unless it's a competition based, then it's probably going to lead to burnout and problems. You know, if you're a competitive athlete, then obviously you're competing with people. But how many of us are? realistically we might feel like we are is that competition really that important if it's just an amateur one yes it gives you a goal and something to work toward but what's the cost what's the cost the cost is always more than what you think in celtic mythology there is a lady when you go into a new world and often people would go into this new world and fall in love with her and they'd spend three minutes or three days or three years with her and the only problem is that for every second you speak to her, it takes 10 in the real world. So you go in and you spend a year with her and it's cost you 10 years, or you spend three years with her and it costs you 30. And then you go back home and you found that everyone's aged and that things are different and they're not the same. Isn't that interesting? When you think about that, you think, how many things in my life are similar to this? You think a night out, ah, just going to go for one drink. And that drink ends up being four or five hours but that four or five hours probably costs you 10 times that doesn't it because your two-day hangover is going to cost you that isn't it so if you think about this it's like okay that 
decision to go for a drink tonight is going to cost me 10 times that. How many other parts of my life are the same? You meet an old friend for a coffee and it ends up costing you way more time traveling there, getting there, thinking about it, messaging them afterwards when you didn't really want to do it to start off with. So you start thinking, well, hang on a minute. If there's something that takes 10 times more time, what's the, the counterbalance as with yin and yang and with nature and with life? There are opposing forces in life. What is something that you can do that replenishes you? What is something that you can do that gives you 10 times more energy? We're all different. I don't have the answer for you. At this point in my life, I have a few answers for myself. One being to record videos because they essentially, however long they take, they feel like they take 10 times longer, which may sound weird, but when I finish recording a video, I feel like I've been recording it for 10 times that amount. And it's it's like mentally and physically draining to do it. But that's interesting because I feel like I'm buying the time. The other thing about creating content or art is that it lasts forever. And, and like you live today with a record of it. So I know that when I look back on my videos in the future or the audio in the future, that this day was was creative. I did something today. Whereas if I didn't record something and didn't do a video, what what would that mean? It means there'd be no nothing for me today. So we can push this a little bit further when we just start talking about, you know, the days when you don't feel great, what do you do? Well, you know, there's a few tricks of the trade. I, I come and do a video anyway, because if I'm not feeling great, then doing a video makes me feel better. And that's one of the things that I can do, and it's within my power, that makes me feel better. What else can I do when I'm not feeling great? You see, when I was a kid, what I used to do, I used to love magic. So for me, whenever I was learning a new skill or some wow factor, that would energize me. So on the days when I'm not feeling great, I tend to think about what did I do as a youngster? What did I enjoy? And I'll go and do something like that. I might go onto YouTube and watch a magician doing something cool. Because you see those emotions that we feel as children, often we feel heightened emotions as adults. You see, at this stage in our life, we're so bogged down with life that our emotions tend to be quite repressed, whereas as children, they weren't. So what we find is that what we used to love as children, we still love today. So what you can do is, what did I used to enjoy doing? And then go and do something of it. And often that adds a bit of escapism, but also allows you to just enjoy, give yourself a bit of energy and face the day. There's a few other things that you can do. One of them is to live in daytime compartments, which means that whatever happens today is for today only. And when you go to bed, it is forgotten. So we all have the strength to get through today, no matter how bad it is. And one day at a time, we can do that. And that's called living in daytime compartments, which is a lovely concept. What else can we do? What else can we do to energize ourselves? Because the days when we're not feeling great are horrendous, aren't they? You know, you just don't want to face the world. You know, you can reach out to people. I quite like doing this as well. You take out your phone and someone you haven't spoken to for a while and you send them a voice note. And the thing about a voice note is you don't want to sound a miserable, miserable old person on a voice note. So the simple act of sending a voice note to catch up with someone often energizes you. So you just say, all right, how's it going? And all of a sudden you're feeling a bit more up for it and you're living in the moment a little bit more. 
So that's definitely something else that you can do. I started off the video talking about people that, you know, it's very easy to put content online nowadays. So very easy to be influenced by people. And these individuals that talk about, you know, fighting your internal battles and living through it and being hard and fighting and fighting and fighting. In my experience, these people are going to burn out because it's too much. And anytime you are influenced to do too much, it's going, you're going to burn out. I mean, you just need to zoom out of that a little bit, right? So you're here, aren't you? Like, you need to do everything, you need everything. And then you can sort of <coughs> zoom out a little bit to here. And you think, okay. But if you go too far back like this, then you're like, okay, this is a bit too far. So you want to find some kind of medium ground where, you know, you're working towards stuff, but on the days when you're not feeling great, you can just, you just take a step back. So there was once an old man and this old man had recently had his wife pass away and he decided to turn to Christianity and to God to save him. And what he found is that this faith energized him because what happened was he no longer went from feeling down about his wife. Instead, what he would do is send her prayers every day. And it's where Buddhists have you know, the prayer beats, I think there's 26 because you're supposed to say 26 prayers a day to make yourself feel better. But what happened to this guy is he basically found faith. And, and what it did is it changed his thinking and he started thinking about energizing thoughts and things to make himself feel better. And the people that he would meet, he would send them silent prayers to make himself feel better. Let's think about that. I also spoke to one of my friend's girlfriends a few years ago and she used to be petrified when she flew and then she just realized that she could say a prayer and feel better she just said it's not my problem anymore is it i'm outsourcing it to someone else and that's another really good thing you can do so you can do what the old man did and you can just change your thinking by thinking about other people you can take the i out of it and you can start thinking about humanity and start saying prayers for other people and you don't need to be religious to sell, say prayers. It can just be thoughtful thoughts. You just say, you know, I, you know, my friend's going through this. I hope they're okay. You don't need religion to do that. You just need to be a nice person and have empathy. And the less you think about yourself, the less you're going to fall into that ego trap. And the less you fall into that ego trap, the better you're going to feel. That's probably the biggest lesson that I've learned in my life, which is it's, it's never about me. And whenever I'm feeling sort of dejected down low, don't really want to face the day. I'll tend to switch my focus onto other people and think, okay, what can I do today that's going to be impactful? And even so much as recording a video, it may be 10, 15, 20 minutes long. I mean, you wouldn't believe how difficult it is to do that, but it's like you're awake 18 hours a day and or 16 hours a day. And it's hard just to do 20 minutes filming. And you think, why is that so hard? Often it's because we make it about ourselves, about me doing it. Whereas when you start thinking about other people, it becomes a lot easier. So I'm just going to finish up by talking about what it means to not want to face the day. So you think about facing. You don't want to face the day. You're facing it, aren't you? Because you're looking at it. So right now you're facing at it. So what can you do if you don't want to face the day? A lot of people can just turn to one side. So they have to face it. You can turn it around so you don't have to face it. We don't want to face the day. Well, I think really what we're talking about here is just standing up straight, aren't we? I mean, when we're feeling a bit dejected, a bit low, 
everything's a bit tight. Just got to get things moving a little bit. But turn your phone off, take a bit of time for yourself, and you will find that facing the day gets a lot easier.